the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you, and welcome to a special edition, a special live Friday night edition of Blue Darter Sports Central. And we're coming to you live from Porky's Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. Have a special show for you tonight. Have a variety of topics all worked around a great reunion of a bunch of us guys from 1974, 75, and 76 at Apopka High School. Classmates, teammates, football teammates, and it's a thrill to be here at Porky's with you, Joe. Ferraro's here producing. Jeff is in the studio. First of all, we want to recognize, before we introduce our guest, we want to recognize our guest. And the central theme of tonight's show is to pay tribute to one of our classmates, Michael Wilkerson, who recently retired from Orange County Public Schools, Apopka High School, where he served as a working for Apopka High School for at least 40 years. Correct me if I got it wrong, Mike, but at least 40 years dedicated his life of service to Apopka High School and Orange County Public Schools, and it's great to be here to recognize your service and and pay tribute to you tonight. I thank you. I thank you. But uh, I I thank God for being here, and and I, I, I remember the time when I started out, and I was a little scrawny guy. And uh, I worked myself up in the rank. And uh, I was under Mr. William, which was a good man, and uh, Mr. Billy Dean. So uh, I, I enjoyed myself the many years. And I enjoyed the, the guys that were around me and some of the students. A lot of students had respect for it. So that's where I am now. I'm still helping people. That's great. You made a lot of great contributions to Apopka High School, to our Apopka community. We're going to talk about some of them over the course of our show tonight. Also pleased to be joined on the show by Lamar Hughley, our teammate from the Blue Darter football team in 1974. Yeah, I was a senior that year. Lamar was a junior. Lamar, one of the all-time great players in Apopka Blue Darter history. We'll talk about specifically his career, and we'll also talk about those days from our team as we talked about before. We had some ups and downs. It wasn't one of the great Apopka teams, but looking back on it, we had some we had some good accomplishments sure that we're proud of, and the best thing is we got a lot of great friendships out of it. Yeah, you're correct. And it's great for us to get together. It's the first time we've been able to get together like this, really, that I know of. Yeah, and, and it's a good thing for us to do this. Uh, it's been a long time since we kind of seen each other get an opportunity to get together, and uh, it was just a good idea for you and myself to try to get together with the few of the local guys, because a lot of the guys are not around, but uh, if we can, we want to kind of make it an annual thing, so we can get together and just kind of 
collaborate on some things we did and uh, talk about some good old times. Exactly. And uh, it's a great to center around celebrating Mike's career of service to Apopka High School. Correct. Correct. And also we're very pleased to let everybody know <clears throat> that two of our team captains are here tonight. Yes, correct. 74, Donnie Kirkland mm-hmm. and Marty Ivey. Yes. And we look forward to hearing from those guys a little bit later uh-huh. on our show. Uh-huh. And a lot of other great Apopka Blue Darter classmates are here as well. And we look forward to hearing from them if they'd like to join us on the show as well. I'm sure they will. First of all, let's go back to Mike Wilkerson. Mm-hmm. And, Mike, I'm kind of curious how, and I don't know the story, but after you graduated from Apopka High School, and I've, I've known Mike since seventh grade. In fact, yes. we were, in, you know, Donnie was in seventh grade with us. All right. Ace Woodham is here. He was in seventh grade that year. I believe, Marty, were, were you here in seventh grade in Apopka? And um, yeah, that was very historic times back yeah. in the day. It was yeah. the first uh, uh, integrated uh, school year. Yeah. And so that's where Mike and I and a lot of us got to know each other. We didn't really we realize we were making history at that exactly. time, but, but exactly. we were. And uh, But anyway, so that's that's how far we go back, uh, m- most of us here. But after you graduated time. from Apopka High School, how did you come to, come to work at the school? Well, I was at uh, Zellwood. And an opening came to Apopka High School for a, a groundkeeper. So at the time, your dad sent for me because Mr. Dean had gave your dad a name. So I came and talked with him and everything, and uh, Mr. William liked it, me and I liked it him. And he gave me the job. So I started out in the yard. Yeah. Taking care of grounds and stuff like that. So, and after they seen the work I was doing, and even with the students and talking with the student and try to keep them out of trouble and stuff like that, he uh, seen something in me. And they brought me in as a, a, a crew leader. Then they made me a master crew leader. And so from there on, I went from being supervised to a supervisor. And uh, I helped the student, and I, I helped the people that was under me. I looked out for them. And we had a good relationship. At that time, we had good people that looked out for one another and cared. That's great. Great insight into the way a successful operation works. Exactly, and the, and the point about that is that um, you got this, you got the, the faculty in school, the teachers, the coaches, and everybody else. But young kids at that age and time need someone that they can talk to and relate things to. They can talk things to. Sometimes they can't tell things to their parents or the, the faculty or their teachers. But Mike was one of those guys that they can kind of come to, and if they had issues with things, a problem with things, they can kind of give them the insight on it. He can kind of give them some positive information on how to uh, correct things and, and move forward. Exactly. The role that uh, Mike played specifically and is in a position to play what was really, what was, you know, it's impossible to overestimate, really, the, exactly. the amount of good that you can do, if, if you'll do it. Now, of course, there are a lot of people that, that do their do their, do their job, and that's it, mm-hmm. and that's fine, mm-hmm. but one of, the reason, you know, one of the reasons that Mike had the success that he had that we're recognizing him tonight, right. he went above and beyond exactly. his specific job requirements to, exactly. to really make himself a part of the culture of the school. And, and, he, and he said one thing about thanking God for uh, being 
being here and be, having an opportunity. But it's also you think, want to thank God for placing them in the place that he were to be able to do the things he did because he was a positive role model in the community and he was all there to give positive, good information to the students. And one thing that, that got my attention was he said that uh, yeah, Roger A. Williams, my father, hired exactly. him. And uh, as we all know, you know, he, he, he had a gift for hiring good people, for exactly. one thing, but you know, he didn't hire any any slackers. So the fact that he even <laughs> got on the radar and, and got that job, that was a, that's a big sign of doing something. Uh, for, uh, that he was doing something good to be Correct. right out of the blocks that's early right. on. That's right. And, and see, uh, you had student that, you know, didn't get home training a lot. And they came to me early in the morning. It, it was a child was hungry, I feed him. And uh, <clears throat> they would come and tell me about different things and what's going on in the community and what's going on in their life. And I would talk to Mr. William, and he would say, well, what you do, uh, if you want to talk with a student, bring him in your office, talk with him, and I'll give you a pass for them to go back to class. And that's what he did. And that helped a lot of students, a very lot. And I appreciate, I, I just appreciate where God put me. Great story, I didn't, I didn't even realize that. Um, and why don't we talk about, and can you talk, another question I had, Mike, what was it over the years you know, principals ultimately came and went. My father retired in 80, and then, you know, other principals came, other principals went, other administrators, coaches. Uh, what was it that, that made you want to stay at Apopka for all those years? Well, for one thing, uh, it was the students. I seen it, they needed help, and they needed an in-between person. You know, uh, one... One time, I'm, I'll tell you this, a student came to me and he was about in tears. And he said the the dean came to pull, pull them out of the uh, uh, room. And I said, what did you do? He said, this time I didn't do nothing. I said, you didn't do nothing? He said, no. I said, I said but what I told you about the branding, every time you do so, they look at you and you do it and you do it again. But this time he was sincere. So I told him to go back to the dean. I said, tell the dean you sorry. And he did that. And dean went and found out who really did that in the classroom. And that boy, he was a, let's say a DE student. And he came up to be a, a BC student. All I told him, he had to apply himself and do. That's correct. What, what a great insight yeah. into the yeah. role that, that Mike played specifically exactly. and, and, and the role that somebody who cares can play by going above and beyond. Mm -hmm. I know about that role he played, but a lot of people didn't know about that role. And like I said earlier, uh, students, sometimes kids are afraid to talk to their parents about certain issues. They're afraid to talk to teachers about certain issues. They need some person to be in between that they can kind of rely on, they can talk to, that it won't go anywhere, that they can kind of uh, vent their problems and issues with. 
And also, before we go further, I want to recognize us and everybody know that Michael's brother, Norwood, is here, and his wife, Mary, are here. And it's great to have Norwood and Mary here yeah. supporting Mike, of course, exactly. as he's done all of his life. And exactly. In Norwood, both of these guys ran track and uh-huh. part of Coach Joe Johnson's uh-huh. outstanding track program at Apopka High School. Right. And, uh, you know, Mike, uh, I was, you almost got a little credit uh, uh, that Norwood uh, should have had there because I, I – um, <laughs> Popka Chief was looking at the yearbook, and, you know, they came back to me and said, oh, yeah, I found a couple more pictures of, uh-huh. uh, of, of Mike. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, yeah? And I'm like, let me see him. And I said, well, no, that's, that's Norwood. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I tell you. But would you like to talk a bit about, about running track and being in the, in the track program? Uh, yeah, I started out uh, behind my brother. Cleetmere and Mick and Curly, mm-hmm. and uh, I kind of like the cross country. And I got one day out; it was hot. And uh, Harold Jones, he was uh, running behind me, and I decided I'm gonna go on and get it. So Harold. Coach Johnson, this is what Coach Johnson would do. He would get on his bicycle for me and and, and then trail me and then had to go back to the rest of the pack. So we, uh, I made it in and Harold come in and Harold thought the foaming at the mouth and everything. I said, what's wrong, man? I said, man, I can't take it. I can't take it. I can't take it. I said, yes, you can. Yes, you can. You can do it. I said, this is your maybe second time running. Mm-hmm. I say this, this is maybe a one year for me. I say so. I ran behind Cleeton Era and, and my Mickey Curtin and, and, and my brother. So I got the good of everything, but they pushed me to be a better person. Mm-hmm. And I started liking it. And, 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 and the day that I stopped running because I, I, I hurt my Achilles, Quillet. And I kind of messed it up a little bit, so I couldn't run no more. But but I love the distant running. I love to run the, you know, the hundred yard dash stuff like that. But I never got a chance to do it because I ran uh, the mile, two mile, three mile, four mile, six mile. So you know, that was my thing. So. But the more great insight into uh, building a winning, successful championship culture. Yeah. You know that the older guys help the younger guys, the veteran guys help the guys coming along behind. And he spoke on something about um, this guy foaming at the mouth, and you know people don't get a chance to see it on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday nights. But uh, that just to show how what things happen during the process of, of doing the week and what an athlete really go through to be successful. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Insight, real world, uh, behind the scenes insight, <laughs> just the, yeah. the, the desire and the commitment, commitment that it takes. Exactly. Well, guys, we're uh, up on our first break. We'll take a little break here from Porky's. We'll come back. We'll continue to talk to Michael Wilkerson about his 40 years of service to Apopka High School, Orange County Public Schools. We'll talk to Lamar Hughley about his outstanding careers of Blue Darter and hopefully get some of these other guys in. Donnie Kirkland, Marty Ivy, Ace Whittem, some other guys to join us. Ted Perkins, and we'll have them share some memories Tim as well. Jackson. Yeah. Tim Jackson. So um, <laughs> all the guys that are here. So we'll take a quick break. We'll be back in just a moment from Porky's on the tonight's special live edition of Blue Darter Sports Central. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. 
Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. If, if, welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Frank and Williams. Glad you're joining us tonight this rainy, cloudy July evening. We're coming to you live from Porky's Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka, 256 East Main Street. There's a great bunch of Porky's fans having a great dinner here on this Friday night. We invite you to come on up and join us. We are taking a step back into 1974, 1975, 76, and we are highlighting, I think this just is probably the first radio show that's ever been dedicated yeah. to our 1974 yeah. football team. That's, it's, about, it's about time, so we're, uh, we're having a good time with it. We're also honoring our classmate, Michael Wilkerson, for his 40 years of service to Apopka High School and Orange County Public Schools in the Apopka community as a custodian at Apopka High School and many other things that he did to support the school and the community. And we're getting some great insights into just the way things ran on a day-to-day -day basis at Apopka High School and in the Apopka High School athletic program. Mm -hmm. Um, before we go further, I want to, of course, remind you that our program is sponsored by Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic at BurnFatOrlando.com. And let you know that uh, Dr. Patrick St. Germain is proud to be voted best chiropractor for now 10 years in a row. And I want to give a big shout out to our friends over at Florida Door Solutions. Of course, Florida Door Solutions supports Blue Darter Sports Central. All, uh, all the Blue Darter football broadcasts you hear and all the athletic broadcasts you hear on 1520 WBZW and all the programs on 1520 WBZW. Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your is your solution. You can call them at 866-FLA-DOOR and make sure you tell them you're in a popka blue darter. Well, now we're pleased to be joined. We, Mike Wilkerson is still joining us. Lamar Hughley is still joining us. We're pleased to be joined by two of our captains on the 74 Blue Darters, Donnie Kirkland. Donnie, thank you for joining us. Good to be here. And, of course, Johnny had a great career in base, a three-year starter in baseball. We were teammates on our 75 state championship team, uh, which was honored uh, recently with our coach Dunn. And um, and Donnie's sons, you can take it out th if you want. three of his sons went on to play baseball at Apopka High School, and all three of them played on district championship teams as well. Yeah. Marty Ivey's joining us. Marty, of course, was one of our team captains in 74, and, of course, he's the father of Martez Ivey, mm -hmm. another one of the all-time great Blue Darter football players. And um, you know, we're wanting to talk about Lamar here, but uh, you know, with, with Donnie, he's a good person to talk about because uh, Donnie was just a, a natural football player. Oh, I mean, I, I can think of well, every position. He, he could play every position. Yeah, I remember uh, the junior year, he started out starting an offensive guard and linebacker, and uh, but by the time it was over, he started he's starting at wide receiver <laughs> and leading the team in, in, in receptions. And that, that's what we had, a bunch of versatile <laughs> athletes that could play different positions, from uh, running back to linebackers to cornerbacks to uh, everything. That's what we did as a versatile team. We, we played multiple positions. Donnie, you have anything to share with us? Back in the day, I can remember uh, playing on every team we had. Defense, uh, kickoff teams, kickoff return team. That's it. I used to s snap for the long punt. That's punt. it. That's it. We used to do everything. Just a natural football player. And, he could uh, play every position. I remember uh, in, in ninth grade, probably the same way on varsity too, at JV, um, Tommy Armstrong pointed out one time, you know, Donnie makes a tackle on every kickoff. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I think for me, what, what what helped me more than anything else is uh, I was raised on 13th Street, so I played sandlot football with 
uh, Jimmy Pryor. Yeah, you know who Jimmy yeah. Is? Okay. All them guys. <laughs> so uh, when uh, when we were in seventh grade, when they mixed the schools up, I wasn't shocked. I I'd, I've been friends with with everybody my whole life. So. Uh, we fit right in together. Yeah, you grew up with a tougher competition than, than uh-uh. some of us did, right? right well, you, <laughs> Lamar knows. Exactly, exactly. We played football all the time. Street uh-huh. football, sandlock mm-hmm. football. Tackle. It wasn't tag. It was, yeah, exactly. Tackle football. <laughs> and I'd like to uh, want to talk about Lamar some, too, because, you know, one of the things that um, – yeah, it was obvious to me, all of us, what a great player Lamar was, both our senior year, his junior year, and then we went on and even went to, had a greater senior year, even a lot of accolades. And, um, you know, the success the program has had since our days, uh, starting with when Gurky came, and then, of course, Coach Darlington has continued it. Um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of some of the guys that had great careers at our time, you know, kind of don't get the recognition I think that they should have. And uh, this one sitting right next to me right here in Lamar, I mean, nobody's had a better career playing football in Apopka High School than Lamar Hughley, and I think this is a good time to, to recognize that. Well, I think we just kind of was a little ahead of our time. We, we had a, a lot of good athletes that, um, I don't know if I want to say that or not, but we had certain abilities that just wasn't used to the peak point of our abilities. So, you know, we could have did a lot of things. I, I mean, we was a one-sided team, which I really didn't like. We, we, we should have been able to mix it up a little bit more, you know, for his passing and reverses and using other players other than just being a one-sided team so a, a team can kind of defend, defend us so well. Even with our linemen we had, for us, Marty Ivey, uh, Tim Jackson, those guys, all those guys were smaller guys. Alvin Richmond. Alvin Richmond, uh, Henry Harris, you know what I'm saying, uh, Trevor Price. I, I, I Miller, Jimmy Miller. Right, but uh, our strength should have been our speed, but it was kind of reversal. They thought our strength was our, our power in the middle, and it, and it, it never worked. We should have been wearing those big linemen out that was bigger than our guys, uh, attacking the outside and getting them tired and just killing them. Yep. Well, I think that, that comes back to uh, back when we were coming through. It was roving door coaches. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that, once once you got a good one, something always seemed to happen. As I that day of the league. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, with, with – the programs now that the coaches have been there a while. They're staying. They, they develop their program. You got Pop Warner football now. We're back. And we play, we, we didn't, didn't have, have any of those programs. No. Uh, and all we did was go from sport to sport. Right. And uh, and no training, no off-season training no, through the, no. with the school system. Can, now football is year-round. Because I can remember uh, our weight room was a, a, a metal bar with two, two concrete cans. <laughs> yeah, that was our weight. <laughs> And then and then remember, remember, we, we got that universal remember machine. Remember the first universal in machine? Yeah. And, and, the, the, and the thing I remember about that was Lamar could max out every every station. <laughs> he could max out the weight on every station. I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. But, hey, I mean, it was just something new for me because we never had a facility, never had any, any way to train. And, and I kind of wonder why some other teams were kind of competing when they were doing certain things. Else, but it was left up to us to get in shape, even conditioning, even lifting, even doing anything. So when you got to get out of school, you don't do any type of training until you come back for the spring. No, and, and, and that was kind of tough for us. That was real tough. No, no, Martin. Looking back, um, and I have a lot of memories of you specifically making great plays, great you know performances, inspirational performances. But uh, is are there a, a game or two or three that that you you know reflect fondly on that you look back on? I kind I kind of appreciate all of them. You know, uh, each game we played, whether we won or lost, it was a learning experience, and, and we gained something from it. You know, I just kind of wish that um, we could have did a few things differently and utilized our talent a little bit more. For as you know, Donnie and all the other linemen and stuff. I just figured with the speed we had, 
we could have did a lot of damage attacking the edges and doing things other than just uh, trying to power football all the time. Probably weren't a very difficult team to scout, that's, that's for sure. <laughs> and any time we, we play someone, everybody's pouring over at 33, and, you know, and they, they knew how to defend us at all, all times. So that was a disadvantage for us. Well, well Marty, Ivy's here. Can you, can you get the microphone over to Marty? I'd love to have hear what Marty might have to say. Will they reach? It will. And we're working on getting the microphone over to Marty Ivy. And of course, he was a starting offensive guard and I just, I just had to hold it, huh? inside linebacker. You right. take it out of the stand. Okay. And um, there you go. We're here at Porky's, right, reminiscing a little bit. And, and Marty, yeah, does it get to your thoughts, to, to, you know, reflections? Oh, no, for back in the day, you know. Oh. <laughs> oh, right. You know, these teams that have come along so recently, they've gotten their, uh, you know, accolades and recognition, and well deserved. I might yes. add. Yes. They deserve everything they've ever gotten, um, including the state championship trophies they brought home. But, but you know, just you know, about our day, you know, back yeah. in '74. But all I can say, man, is coming up. We had one of the hardest guys, the toughest guys I've ever seen in my life. You know, these guys, they had a lot of heart. Yes. We didn't have no size, but we had heart. And they didn't give up, you know what I mean? We fought to the last battle. I mean, you guys, hey, I, I, it's something I never ever get to come a camaraderie on a lot of the teams, a lot of the games, man. People put out, and I, I think we should have won a lot of more games we lost, but you know how that goes. We got some real close games in 75. Well, four, yeah, you know, you, yeah, so I looked at game. the scores recently. Yeah. Four games we lost by a touchdown or less. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, four sir. games, yes, sir. one or two plays go the other way. Yeah. We got eight wins. Yeah, the new guy just played the heart out, man. We, I mean, it's just something you just don't forget. You know, like I say, uh, hey, we just didn't have the size. Just, you know, we had the heart, but not the size. You know. Well, you know, you guys were very inspirational players, Donnie, Marty, Lamar, everybody, all, all and, the team. Um, you know, it's, it's like you said, uh, it was it was um, it, it was a great experience to play with guys that had that kind of heart and. Um, you know, it just, that to me, that's what I take away from it. And uh, we decided to look at the positives rather than the negatives here after all these years. And, uh, and we had some great positives, too. I remember the the, the victory over Oviedo. When they came over, they were uh, ranked number uh, one you know, at the top, you know, in the top of the state. Um, you know, averaging probably I think they were, they were predicted 24-point favorites. And, um, yeah, yeah. Well, it was averaging like 50 points a game or something like that. The Patterson Express, right? But I, our, our defense, I remember our defense was spectacular that night, you know, um, Marty, all the guys on defense were just phenomenal. Donnie, Ted, Tim. Yeah, yeah. What, um, talk about uh, back to Lamar now. Your senior year, of course, you had a great year there too. And then um, I know I remember down the stretch. I know you had probably close to, if not more than 200 total yards your last, last three games. Remember, you guys came on real strong. Yeah. And you yeah. had big wins over Oviedo and uh, Kissimmee and, and Cocoa Beach to finish the season, and, and you were like the, the focal point of those. Do you, do you remember much about that, or you were talking Pro much about that? Probably the last three or four games, it, they, it was real successful. You know, like 200-plus yards game. We had like, uh, against Cocoa Beach, we had like 250 yards in the first half, you know, and we just was, we, we, we had started to jail. 
doing some things, you know. But uh, it kind of came a little too late for us to do what we would do because beginning of the season I was injured with an ankle injury. So the first couple games I didn't play, you know, we just kind of was reaching, kind of feeling things out. But when things kind of got together, it was just a little too late for what we was wanting. Yeah, to your do. senior year, you guys were pretty decimated with injuries because Scott Pittman was going to be the quarterback. He, he blew his knee his out. Leg at, yeah. And we lost our coaches. So we had a whole new coaching staff. And, and that was a kind of bummer. Kind of like uh, what Donnie was saying. You know, we had, we had a whole new coaching staff coming in our senior year. And we, we was predicted to do a lot of good things coming in. When you get a new coach there, not knowing the talent, not knowing the personnel, not knowing what to do. And, you know, when you get a coach that's asking the player, you know, how do we run that play, Lamar? And it's kind of it's kind of devastating, wow. you know. And I say, wow, <laughs> what's going on, you know. <laughs> but that's kind of where we were. And we persevered and, and we pushed on and, you know, and, and did what we can do for it. Learn from it, yep, and, and you know, move that's forward it. in life. That's it. That's it. And that's what football will do for you. You know, I always say football is a game of life because it teaches you how to persevere, you know, and to kind of continue to, when you struggle, when you do bad, and just kind of keep pushing to be successful. I mean, it. it, it it's easy to come to practice when you're playing football a lot, when, you, when you're playing on Friday and Saturday nights or Sundays. But it's kind of tough for a person to be there and constantly practice and go through those drills and they're not getting on the field. And there's only 11 guys can play at one time. You know, the parents are kind of upset with the coaches about you not playing, but even that player himself, when he's persevering and kind of pushing and going through all those drills that nobody knows about and constantly stay there and maintain and focus on what he's doing, I kind of compliment him. You know what I'm saying? No, that's a big point, you yeah. know, and that's one of the things, looking back on it too, you know, I hated it at the time, but you know, I, looking back on it, it was probably got a lot of benefit at, at a hard, how hard the practices were. Well, I, I kind of respect you, and, and, and uh, that's you. Well, I appreciate that. I'm talking about you. When I say that, I'm talking about you, because you know, you was you was a, you wasn't the fastest guy on the team, you wasn't the, the biggest guy on the team, but you came hard and worked every day. You didn't quit. You didn't miss practice. You just came in and did what you need to do. And I, I don't know. I don't know if I could have did it like that. Well, no, if I'd have worked as hard as you and Donnie and Marty and uh, you other guys, <laughs> it turned out a lot better for me. That's for sure. But yeah, I appreciate your kind comments. Well, that's why I say anytime you get a player that earns the right to put that uniform on and be on the sideline, you got to give them a great respect. And, and I think that's yeah. I think that's that's the, good the thing. The guys and we had yo, know, whatever we had. I think I counted 33 guys in the team picture. We had 33 guys that did that. Mm -hmm. and to me, to me, yeah, yeah, that's what I take from it. We yeah. had uh, 33 guys out there uh, with, with beating with one heartbeat, working hard, having some success, having failure. Um, but uh, yeah, looking back on it, we, we here, here we have our, ourselves together, and we've got great friendships 40-plus years later, and, and, and that's worth, uh, worth, worth anything. <laughs> it created us to be in who we are. Now, I wouldn't change a thing about it. We're going to take another quick break. We'll be back on Blue Dart Sports Central from Porky's. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to tonight's special live edition of Blue Darter Sports Central. Coming to you live from Porky's Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. Glad you're joining us tonight. We have a variety of themes. First of all, we're honoring our classmate, Michael Wilkerson, for his 40 years of service to Apopka High School and Orange County Public Schools and the Apopka community. And Mike's joining us on the show. 
Lamar Hughley. We're honoring Lamar for his outstanding play as one of the all-time great Blue Darter football players. And we're having a reunion of members of our 1974 football team and other classmates and Blue Darter ball players and athletes and, it's, and family and friends as well. It's a great, great event here. Ace Woodham is here. And Ace was uh, you know, in our homeroom. Michael, remember in seventh grade? Yeah. That historic year, 1969-1970. <laughs> And uh, well, let's go back and, uh, you know, now we kind of want to have an open mic, if you will, and we want to hear from all the uh, – anybody that wants to, to say anything. But first of all, let's go back to Mike. And Mike, you have any any additional thoughts you'd like to share or comments? Uh, yes. Uh, uh, one year, and, and, it, and it touched my heart. Uh, the student came into my office and, and told me, say, Mr. Wilkerson, uh, I think it's going to be some trouble. And I asked him, I said, what kind of trouble? And he said, uh, I don't know, but I I believe it's going to be a problem. And I said, well, who who is it? So he called a kid name. I said, you tell him, I said, whatever he's doing, whatever he have, bring it and put it in my office and see me afterwards. So I come in my office, and there's a bag in my office. And I never looked in the bag, didn't, didn't think about it. And I told him to get it after school. And he came back and got it. But I learned this from the next day. I talked with the, the guy that was messing with the student. And he was picking on him. And the, the student felt like he was just picking on him, picking him every day. So he said, uh, Mr. Wilkerson, I think he had a gun. And I said, ooh. But at that time, he had went home and came back. So what happened, he came back to me, he said, yeah, he was messing with me, but after you talk with him, they don't mess with me no more. And I feel like I saved somebody's life that day. And that showed me the confidence that the student had in me. So I tried to live that kind of life that I can help them. And whatever happened, they'll bring it to me first. And I was proud to be uh, a person in between. Thank you for sharing that great story. And that's real world. That's that's real world what happens at school every day. And what normally doesn't happen is what Mike did. What normally doesn't happen is, is students often don't have somebody that they can go to and confide in or have the confidence they confide in. Thank you for sharing that great story, Mike. And it's another example of while we're having the show right now of uh, unsung heroes. Well, Doctor, I think we'd like to share something with my, about Michael real quick. Yeah, please. This is Ace Woodham. You know, I I had uh, three kids go through a Popka High School. And, and your parents. And, and my yeah. parents went through there with your dad being the uh, principal time. And uh, But every day, my daughter, the oldest daughter, Rachel, came home one day and said, Dad, I met a Mr. Wilkerson at school. I said, really? Wilkins? 
I said, well, what was he doing? He said, nothing. He just talked to me and started laughing when he found out you was my, I was your daughter. And I said, that's got to be Michael. <laughs> and every one, all three of my kids come through to high school, and every one of them loved Michael. They talked about how good they, he talked to them and how he was always intervening in situations and stuff. But uh, you got to praise someone that can work around that many kids and still still smile at the end of the day. And but also, like I said, they, uh, he was a highlight of them going to school there too. So I want to thank Michael for being there for. Me. Not only them, but all the kids. Thanks for sharing that, Ace. And that, that's just, yeah, exactly. That's any successful organization has got to have people that the glue, the people that, that hold it all together, people that are go above and beyond just doing their job, but, but go and beyond and beyond like we're hearing what, what Mike Wilkerson did. And it's great that we can have these examples to share with you about, about why his, his career was so special. Speaking of special and, uh, some of the linemen. We've got a guy on the line, uh, apparently calling is from Kansas City, Missouri, and Jimmy Miller, offensive tackle. Hello, Jimmy. Hello, Roger. Well, Hello, John. I guess, I, 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 guess it, I guess it's Jim <laughs> now, but yeah, yeah. We got Donnie Kirkland here, Lamar Hughley, Mike Wilkerson's joining us, Marty Ivy's here, Ted Perkins is back there, and uh, we got a great group of Blue Darters, we, your teammates. Too. It's like 1974, 75 all over again. <laughs> and, That's right. Hey, I'm we, glad Lamar's taking all the credit for such. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'll take it up with you when I see you, Jim. I, I'll get you in when I see you. If you hadn't had Miller on the line, none of it would ever happen. <laughs> Martin and I had nothing to do with his career at all. <laughs> it was, no, okay, we're going to run right or we're going to run left. And he just no. did it all himself. No, it was you guys. It was you guys. <laughs> Nothing can be done without you guys. Trust me. And everybody knows that now. Well, it's, it's great and to it hear was, from you. It was funny because when we both went to college and we played each other in college, mm -hmm. that was a lot of fun trying to tackle it. <laughs> yeah, some of the worst experiences of my life trying to tackle him. Well, we had versatile players that played both ways. You know, Jimmy played offense, Jimmy played defense. Donnie played offense, Donnie played defense. You know, Ted played offense, he played defense. And that, was just, that was just a part of the thing that we did. You know, we had versatile players doing it. I often tell my grandson, I told him, I say, what? Well, how can you get tired going one way? I mean, we, we play both ways all the time. Offense, defense, punt return, kickoff, everything. Well, that's the thing about Lamar. Lamar, you know, tailback, cornerback on defense, return punts, return kicks. Donnie, we've heard, could play every position. Yeah, linebacker, everything. Play some offensive line, play some everything. That's, and that's what we did. We, we practiced in full pads every day. Yep, and, and yep. That would worry out as well. Yep, yep. Jim, it's great to hear from you. Any, uh, is there a special moment from our year, 74, you know, your junior year, that stands out for you? Other than Lamar getting all the credit for your for your all those holes you opened stop up, it, stop it. And, and you can't say gas prices. The whole four years stood out to me, and not necessarily just '74, but the whole four years it was just you know, you, we weren't really, we weren't a team. We were a group of brothers. And yep. we, we had each other's back, and we weren't going to take any crap off of anybody. And it was just 
we played together as brothers. Not necessarily yep. a team, but brothers. And yep. that's what stood out to me. The one thing that still sticks out to me is one day in practice, I can't tell you what year it was, but we were having tackling practice, and oddly enough, Lamar and I, I had to try and tackle well, he ran straight to me, I ran straight to him, and we hit head on. And I still have this moment. My helmet cracked, the face mask is on, the helmet cracked straight up the front of the helmet, and it was just obliterated. And I still have that helmet to this day. And I, and I look at it all the time, remembering what little I can now. About about those practices, about the team and the group of guys. Yeah. You know, Marvin Wood, Tommy yep. Merson, David yep. Shelley, all yep. these guys that we grew up with, and we're brothers. Yep. Totally what, correct. At least you, uh, your head's intact. I had a similar situation with uh, with Lamar, and I, I still have a hurt right shoulder <laughs> to this day. <laughs> No, you got you. you that, that's not true. You, you're fine. You're fine. So, uh, well, Jim, hey, thank you for joining us. Thanks for calling all the way from Kansas City, and it's great to connect with you. It's been a joy to connect with you on Facebook here in recent years. Yeah, and hopefully uh, we see- I, I love it. It was good talking to you guys. Ace Woodham, happy birthday. Ace, so happy birthday to Ace Woodham. Thank you, Jim. I hope to see you guys in November. Come on That's down. Great. Reunion in November. He's coming. We look yeah. forward to seeing you. All right. I'll be good night. Well, guys, we're going to wrap up our third segment. Now, when we come back, I want to get all these other guys here. I want to hear from them, hear about their experiences. Exactly. And, um, you know, everybody, I'm sure, is, 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 certainly, is, is certainly speaking for myself, but I've gotten a lot better over the years, and I suspect some of those guys have, have as well. So we'll hear from them. We'll take the break a little bit early, but before we go to break, I want, again, I want to remind everybody that Florida Door Solutions supports Blue Darter Sports Central and all the programs you hear on 1520 WBZW, especially a popular Blue Darter football broadcast and a popular blue daughter all the popular blue daughter sports broadcast you hear right here on a popka's hometown station please stay with us we'll be right back from porky's original barbecue in the heart of downtown apopka it's blue darter sports central on 1520 wbzw your hometown station it's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. We're glad you're joining us on this very special program. I'm surrounded by a bunch of great guys, brothers, actually, our teammates from our 1974 high school football team. And as I said before, we're especially pleased to have two of our captains here, Marty Ivey and Donnie Kirkland. And we're missing Grant Richmond, but hopefully we'll get we'll see him sometime soon. We're pleased to be joined by Michael Wilkerson and honoring him for his 40 years of service to Apopka High School and the Apopka community in Orange County Public Schools. And we're hearing some great anecdotes and real-world insights into the, the, the kind of a difference that somebody who cares and somebody who loves ch- kids and wants to make a difference in a positive way, the kind of difference they can make in an organization from Mike. And, of course, we all, you know, we know, you know, we, we knew that's the kind of guy he was, but I'm learning a lot about some of these wonderful specific uh, situations that he's sharing with us um, during the four 
the course of his 40-year career. Now we're pleased to be joined by another one of our teammates, Ted Perkins. Ted, thanks for being here. Good to see you. Uh, glad to be here. Well, I didn't recognize Ted. I mean, he's about, was he like two or three si times bigger than he was back in the day? He's still in pretty good shape. He's, he's, <laughs> he's bigger, but he looks well. Well, I got a good uh, memory about, about Ted was um, – you know, and, and Ted was a really good player, a hard hitter. Yeah. But I, he wasn't one of the bigger guys on the team, to say the least. And he had definitely was at a size disadvantage back in that time. And um, but I remember uh, headed into the homecoming game that year, which you know, one of the things I do want to get on the record is we played literally one of the toughest schedules anybody in the state would have played that year, and probably one of the toughest schedules the Popka High Schools ever played. Yeah. And specifically, we had in the heart of the season, number the fourth through the seventh game we played four state ranked teams in a row mm -hmm. top 10 teams in a row uh culminating uh yeah we won two and we won the home games and the, one of those one of my personal great memories was the victory in the homecoming game over one of those state ranked teams who came Paolo in Lopez. um from daytona beach right. who at the at the time was a state powerhouse now unfortunately they don't they're not at that level anymore so when you mention their name people don't yeah people don't quite grasp yeah. the magnitude of, yeah. of that win yeah. but um but anyway, that was a huge game for us. Apopka hadn't won a homecoming game in six years. And I know for, for speaking personally, and I know for all the other guys on the team, that was just one game that we, we wanted to do. You know, we, we wanted to have that game, and we knew it was going to be hard. We were playing a team that was heavily favored, a state-ranked team, a powerhouse. But anyway, what I'm getting to is we had some injuries, and uh, Ted ended up, if I remember correctly, starting at strong safety in that game mm -hmm. and having a, having a great game and was actually in on that play where Lamar here, speaking of Lamar, <laughs> won the the game with a 75-yard touchdown um, fumble recovery uh, right right near the end of the game. But anyway, Ted, it's great to see you here today, and uh, you know, appreciate you being here. And you, you, would you like to share a little bit about that that homecoming win? Well, glad to be here. Uh, that, that, uh, that homecoming game it was a good game, and uh, I think it was one of the last games we had at that field. I believe it was at Edward Field. That's the one we was at. It wasn't one of the last yeah, ones, at, but, but it was, it yeah, was the next last season. Yeah, 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 yeah season. it was Field, and uh, I think that we ran the score up pretty good that night. Well, it was a pretty close game. We only won about four points. Four points. Yeah, that was uh, Cocoa Beach. That was Cocoa Beach. That, yeah. that, that was the one. You guys beat yeah. Cocoa Beach 50 to 7. 56 to 7 or something. They wouldn't yeah. play us anymore. And, yeah. <laughs> Back in the day, Robert Usler caught the bomb that I should have had the year, <laughs> the year before. They never would call anything like that for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I remember that game very, real very well. Good, uh, good games back in them days, though. You know, like I said, everything that everyone said was very well and good, and we played as a team uh, most of the time. Like I said, we was undersized, but we had heart and fight. And I'm saying, um, we played hard every game. You know, now I believe if we'd have had more more coaching, not downing anyone, but if we'd have had more coaching, I believe we'd have had a better record each and every season. But uh, we played our heart out, and a lot of it was just from raw talent. You know, so. Back in them days, it was really hard physical football. So I don't know what they call it today. But. <laughs> it's, got, it's got to be more strategized now. Yeah. Well, well, Lamar, you, you still you've been coaching in recent years. Uh, what, what are some of the um, changes? Because you're a lot closer to the game than, than certainly I am and probably a lot of us are. Well, 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 now the game has become more of an offensive game. You know, you got to score points now to win. I mean, those six, seven games and 14, 10 games, they don't exist anymore. You may see one every blue moon, but now you got to score points. If you don't have an offense, which most of the teams went to the spread offense, where you got uh, you, you take a running back out, you put extra receivers in, you got to go to the uh, nickel system where you put five yeah, DBs in the backfield, and you're going to throw the ball. 
you know, the zone read, you're going to stick it in there, you're going to pull it out, you're going to throw the ball. So, you yeah, know. Back in our day, we had that fullback, you know, pound, trying to pound that hole open. Those days ago. <laughs> There's no fullback anymore. And we had some great full, you know, uh, Winford Green. Yeah. I'd Herman love to see Brown. Winford again. Herman Brown. Herman, Herman Brown was a Woods. great football player. Marvin Woods. Yeah. yeah even, even Wine West. Yeah. Another undersized guy who uh, was, a, was a vicious hitter and a yeah. good football player. Yeah. But it, it, kind of to allude what Ted was talking, from what I do gather from, you know, my a little bit of far, but I talk to coaches all the time, is, is apparently – you know, the, the hitting in practice is almost out of the game now at the high school level. Is, is, is that is that the case? Well, you, you kind of get a lot of injuries during the process of practice, and you, you don't. Yeah, t- you, tell tell us about it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to take a kid down to the ground. You, as coaches, you try to protect you, you try to protect the kids as much as possible. You know, certain situations you can't, but you don't want to see them just get a crazy injury on something that you could have stopped to play five but, seconds or two seconds but, earlier. But I think that's something that we can be proud of. Yeah, I, I talk to coaches now. Uh, certain some schools don't even don't even have live contact no. in, in practice no. at all. No, they don't. They but um, don't. anyway, that's one thing I'm kind of proud of is yeah you know, we went through those grueling, <laughs> hard nosed you know, times and uh you know. But the game has changed so much when we when you and I played when we played rather uh, anything hitting below the knees was legal. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Well, that's what I, I wouldn't be able to play now at all because the only thing I could do was was, was a blind was a blindside block, yeah. <laughs> or a crackback block on somebody, and yeah, that's been totally taken and out of the we, game we, now. We, we had guys on the kickoff just go down and destroy the, the wedge, bust his knees open. Yeah, you can't leave your feet. If a receiver came across the middle, you hit him. I don't care what he, when he get the ball or not, you hit him. Make him pay for it. You you get close to the quarterback, you hit him and take him down and make him feel your presence of being there. But the game has kind of changed so now it's kind of tough to play. You can't leave with your head, which we was talking to leave with our head. Helmet, wrap up, and all these kind of crazy things. You can't do it now. It's illegal. So it's, it's, it's kind of a, I would say, smurf football they're playing now compared to what we were playing. <laughs> it really hurts, you know, because when you get in the game, it's live contact. Yeah. You That's a great you're practicing. You can't touch him. You got to back off him. But when you get in the game, it's live contact. That's a great point. And um, you know, not to get too far off on that tangent, but yeah, I've read a big article in USA Today where Oklahoma drill in some states has been out. Outlawed. Yeah. What, 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 what do people think that you do during a game? Yeah. I mean, all, all the Oklahoma drill is, is, is a microcosm of what's happening all across the line in a game. All those drills are Oklahoma. You got to talk into the mic. Ted, Ted what, what, what are you doing now these days? Obviously, as Lamar said, you're, you're in great shape. Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty good, pretty decent shape. Uh, I'm a landscaper at uh, Advent Health. Uh, I work out a lot. Not a, well, a whole lot, but uh, I play basketball at least once a week. What did you just invite me to do? Play basketball. What was the challenge? What did you say? What, if I come? Yeah. Tell it. Tell it. Come to the gym. You said what? Now say it. Come to the gym. I heard it. That, this that sounds like a challenge. It sounds like a challenge said. to when me. I, when I called him and asked him about coming to the show, he said, you know, da, 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 da. I said, come to the show, blah, blah. He said, well, why don't you come play basketball with me up to the school on Tuesdays and Thursdays? I said, okay. I'll tell you what. If you come to the show this, this evening, I'll come to play basketball with you on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So we kind of made a little. A little oh, I love it. And that. I want to hey. hear how, how that goes. No, no, no. You're not going to only hear about it. You're going to come in and join the okay. too. Oh, I'm hearing it. I'll watch. I don't want either one of you to be at the disadvantage of having me on on your team. So. Okay. okay. <laughs> Mike's coming too. Norwood, Norwood, would you like to say a word or two? We're, I'm in the back. Okay, we're pleased to be joined by Norwood Wilkerson, older brother of Michael, and um, he is he's declined his opportunity, but I understand. I, I get it. Thank thank you for being here, Norwood. 
He's going to say something. Yeah, yeah okay. Here he comes. Good, yeah. Yeah, he's going to say something. And now we're pleased to be joined by Norwood Wilkerson. Norwood, thank, thank, thank you for being here, sincerely. Thank you very much. And your wife, Mary. I appreciate what you're doing. It's a blessing to be here. It's a blessing to see my brother uh, being honored and Lamar being honored because they do more than a lot of people see them do. You know, they do so many things that behind the scenes for people, for instance. I have to say that about Lamar and Mike. And I told you this here earlier. Young lady, uh, during the storm, uh, bus pipe, she called me. I called Mike. Mike called Lamar. Lamar went and found the piece, gave it to me, no charge. And that's the type of person they are, to try to help where they can help. They never try to just go and say, okay, you're going to have to pay me this or pay me that. They are out here to try to help people in general. And they love our young people. And our young people need to know that, that you have people like you have here <clears throat> that love them, that cares about them. And, and, and I think that's a good point you, you, you touched on because I think as Americans, I think if we all just help someone a little bit, everything will go a whole lot smoother. Exactly right. Take take the initiative to do what you can do. Yeah. And there's a lot you can do. Yeah, and I think that's what's missing. And I want to just say one thing. I, I really thank God for the people he put me around, good people. And I, I, I've been knowing Roger half of my life, Lamar, and the rest of them. And they were good people. And they'll help you, and, and they'll do for you. And uh, I really thank tonight that it opened my heart much more. Thank you for being here tonight, Mike. Thank you, Norwood and Mary, for being here to, to be on this special night for you. And we're, it's a thrill to uh, acknowledge the great work that you did and the, and the great service that you gave and shared with us at Apopka High School as your friends and teammates in the Apopka community and for Orange County Public Schools. And, we're guys, we're down to about our last 30 seconds. I want to thank everybody for being here. Donnie, it's great to see you. Thank you for being here. And we'll be back in a couple weeks on August the 2nd for a special edition of Lunar Sports Central called the Kirklands. It's going to be honoring Donnie, the legacy of the Kirkland family in baseball in a pop game. It goes back almost 100 years, and you'll hear about that in two weeks right here at Porky's. Marty Ivey, great, th great to see you, Marty. Thanks for being here. Ace Whittem, great to see you. Ted Perkins, thank you for being here. Tim got away before I had a chance to say uh, hello to him, but we'll, uh, thank you for to Tim Jackson being here as well. Of course. Well, Lamar, thank you for uh, putting these great guys together and for all your work to, put, to make to put the show, tonight's show together. I just want to thank all the guys for taking the time and members to, uh, to show up. And we'll do it again, and hopefully we'll keep it an, an annual event. We're going to have a great uh, dinner here at Porky's. And, friends, we invite you to come on up and join us. It's going to be a great, it's a great Friday night at Porky's Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. And friends, I want to thank uh, Pete Paquette for all he did to help make this, put this show together, the promo he did, Joe Ferraro for being here at Engineer, Jeff in the studio, and John Perry and John Ricketson at the Apopka Chief and Planner for their great coverage of tonight's show. Thank you for joining us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.